0: I'm Jamie Virgen. Thanks for joining us once again for this segment of Immigration Reform, Policy versus Humanity. The immigration crisis in the United States is dividing the country. One side of the debate has often claimed that criminals are getting into the United States and putting our communities at risk. But what we found this time in our investigation is that temporary changes made in February by Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas are allowing for some with criminal charges, convictions, or those who had posted bond and had an ICE detainer to be allowed to be released onto the streets of the United States instead of being deported. Secretary Mayorkas put out interim operating guidance that temporarily governed the civil immigration enforcement and removal operations until new enforcement guidelines for the department are issued. That was back a few months ago and only supposed to last less than 90 days. In that time, thousands all over the country have been released when ICE had orders to deport them or hold on to them after they finished taking care of their criminal charges or sentences on the state side. In San Antonio, Texas, at the Bear County Jail, close to 100 detainees had what is known as ICE detainers in the month of March. Out of those, 36 of them were lifted and the undocumented prisoners were allowed to walk free instead of being picked up by ICE. During the month of March, nearly 100 people at the Bear County Jail had Immigration and Custom Enforcement Detainers, also known as ICE Detainers. That means they're not to be released once they've served their time, bond out, or if charges are dropped because the federal government has an order to remove them from the country for being here illegally. Fox San Antonio obtained a list of 82 people through open records requests with a total of 182 charges. 36 of them took care of their legal matters for their state charges. Now they're back out on the streets after ICE lifted the hold they had put on them. That's due to the new guidelines that went into effect back in February of this year. First one,
1: national security. What that means, based on the definition provided in the DHS ICE memo, uh, these are individuals who engage or are suspected of terrorism, espionage, or, or whose apprehension, arrest, or custody is otherwise necessary to protect the national security of the United States.
0: Ari Jimenez is the former agent in charge of the San Antonio area of Homeland Security Investigations. He explains that under the new guidelines, there are three reasons for deportation. Number two is border security. That means anyone who enters the country illegally after November 2020. And finally, number three, public safety. That's what we're looking at now: people who violated the laws of the United States while in the country illegally.
1: When ICE is not responding, underscore the importance of information sharing and good public safety and policing between state, local, and federal entities. Uh, we're a little confused of of why uh, ICE is is is, is not. Uh, Responding,
0: we reached out to ICE, and a spokesperson in a statement referred us to the memo sent out on February 18th with guidelines set up for 90 days by Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorcas.
1: Well, this memo uh, is basically violating one of ICE's core responsibilities, which is to collaborate with law enforcement to help ensure that criminals that may pose a public safety threat are not released onto uh, our street to real uh, and potentially to harm individuals living within our community. And it's
0: not only at county jails. This is also happening to those who are detained and released by the U.S. Marshals, according to federal sources. According to the Bear County Sheriff's Office, some of those who were released from the jail were facing charges of aggravated assault on a peace officer, family violence and drugs. The ICE statement says, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement continues to make determined determinations on a case-by-case basis on whether or not the agency will pursue enforcement action in accordance with current law and policy. But as Jimenez tells us, this will be more difficult to do once these individuals are released and no one is monitoring their whereabouts.
1: It's a logistical nightmare because now ICE will have to expend additional and more expensive uh, resources trying to mitigate the potential risk that uh, it makes arresting a, a, an illegal immigrant into our community set.
0: When someone does get released, if they commit another crime, when the person should have been expelled from the country, and let's say they raped someone or they murdered someone, who's held accountable for that?
1: We don't know, and, and this is one of the reasons why we're We're so concerned, this is absolutely uh, undermines our law enforcement ability to protect the public. Hopefully somebody will rethink this memo and rescind this memo uh, and allow ICE to do their job.
0: Jamie Virgen, Fox News at Nine. We are now joined by former agent in charge of South Texas for Homeland Security Investigations, Adi Jimenez. Adi, thanks for joining us again. People are mm-hmm. gonna look at this and say, why are we releasing people who have an order to be expelled from the country?
1: So so this is what happened, Yami. And in, in, in January 20th, there was a memo that was issued uh, to the Department of Homeland Security, Immigration Customs Enforcement, ICE. And the first part of the memo talked about a, a comprehensive review of uh, enforcement policies and priorities. Based on that, that's what they call, and you may remember that they were talking about a hundred days of not conducting some, some type of actions. Um, what this memo says, and it actually makes reference to hundred days. Uh, it, it goes specifically to what is called this the interim civil uh, enforcement guidelines. What that means. What it means is individuals that have a uh, immigration detainer, um, will only be deported if they fall within the th- the following three priorities. First one, national security. What that means, based on the definition provided in the DHS Iceman, are, these are individuals who engage or are suspected of terrorism, espionage, or, or whose apprehension, arrest, or custody is otherwise necessary to protect the national security of the United States. So as you hear that that's a very tall order those are very bad bad people But do you notice suspected of terrorism or espionage in the the second priority is border security now you will think that border security make reference to what we're facing right now in our border but when you look at the memo the definition of border security for for the purpose of this memo is individuals apprehended at the border or ports of entry while attempting to enter the United States on or after November 1st, 2020. And I make a pause there because we're talking about individuals who are apprehended at the border or ports of entry while attempting to unlawfully enter the United States on or after November 1st. So there's an exclusion right there. The third one is public safety. Again, as a law enforcement officer, we have our definition of public safety, but we have to look at the definition of public safety based on the memo. And he actually reads, individuals incarcerated within federal, state, and local prisons or jails released on or after the issuance of this memorandum, again, January 20th, who have been convicted of aggravated felony. And I pause, aggravated felony, again, one, Definition and one inclusion. And, not or, and are determined to pose a threat to public safety. So, as you see, these are three very narrow definitions of who can be arrested and/or deported by ICE.
0: So then we look and we know the US Marshals are having to release people some of them who illegally entered the country and now they're being released onto the streets here instead of being expelled out of the country but you also have had some instances where people were charged one such case out of del rio someone that was charged and did time for sexual assault
1: yes yeah, I mean, and and this this cases that you're mentioning and we have seen uh some reports uh surfacing already. Uh, these are the detainers. Um, so why are detainers? Detainers are uh, intended to keep criminals out of local community. Um, how it's done is by allowing ICE officers to take custody of a criminal alien within the confines of a jail. Uh, what happens is that the ICE officers will lodge a detainer, meaning that they will put in order for detain these individuals who have been arrested on a criminal charge at the state or local government, and that ICE has probable cause to believe that the individual is removable from the United States. Um, Again, the probable cause uh, in these cases to believe that they can be removed is the same legal standard that other law enforcement agencies uh, must meet uh, to make an arrest. So, what the detainer is really asking is from the federal government asking the state or local law enforcement agency to notify ICE before a removable individual is released from custody and to maintain custody of such individual for a brief period um, of time to allow the ICE officers to take custody of the person. Well this is supposed to work basically somebody have a, a a case of the state local, let's talk about Bear County, somebody is is uh, arrested, goes to trial, is convicted, and served their time in a state uh, jail, and then end up in, let's say Bear County, to be released at the end of their sentence. Again, end of their sentence. Uh, maybe that if that person, uh, at one moment, ICE had a, a probable cause to believe that it was removable um so they put they lodge or assign a detainer asking bear county for example to inform ICE before this individual is released into the community what we what has been happening in in, in the case that you mentioned in the Rio Bear county and other uh, jails uh, all over texas is that um when the law enforcement agency is contacting ICE uh, and asking ICE to honor that immigration detainer, uh, and ICE fails to respond to their own detainers, right? Um, especially when you're talking about serious criminal offender, um, they're basically telling the state and locals to just release them into the community. When they do that, they're undermining law enforcement ability to protect the local communities and public safety. Um, This should not be happening. Uh, Detainers are a collaboration of law enforcement. It's a tool, right? It's a request. Uh, When ICE is not responding uh, to the upcoming release of an an undocumented uh, alien that has been arrested for a criminal violation, uh, unrelated, remember, this is criminal violations Unrelated to their immigration status, this is somebody that violated the law while in the United States illegally. And when ICE is not responding, underscore the importance of information sharing and good public safety and policing between state, local, and federal entities. Um, we're a little confused of of why uh, ICE is is is, is not. Um, responding. And of course, um, you probably can reach out to ICE and ask for a uh, in, on-camera uh, explanation, and they may tell you that it's because of the memo. Well, this memo uh, is basically violating one of ICE core responsibilities, which is to collaborate with law enforcement to help ensure that criminals that may pose a public safety threat are not released onto our uh, street to reoffend. offend and potentially to harm individuals living within our communities. Um, We're really uh, confused. Uh, This is really uh, worrisome. Um, Why ICE fails to take custody of criminal individuals that have a detainer uh, at the time of the release. uh, They're being just put into the, uh, the the community uh the easiest way to 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 verify if this person in fact is removable is at that moment when the individual has been in custody and safer when once the individual goes into the community uh not only that is exposing our local communities for somebody that may uh may have criminal acts or, or may impact the local public safety but also is a logistical nightmare because now ICE will have to expend additional and more expensive uh, resources trying to mitigate the potential risk that uh, it makes arresting an illegal immigrant into our community set.
0: When someone does get released, because I was dumbfounded when I first started hearing the reports of this, when someone does get released, if they commit another crime, when the person should have been expelled from the country, and let's say they raped someone or they murdered someone, who's held accountable for that?
1: And that is a great question. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we don't know. And and this is one of the reasons why we're, we're so concerned about this news, because when you have an individual that has criminal records been released into the community, uh, that, on, that really takes away from the ability of local uh, law enforcement to, to secure our communities. Um, this is absolutely uh, undermines our law enforcement ability to protect the public. Um, hopefully uh, somebody will rethink this memo and rescind this memo uh, and allow ICE to do their job again what we're talking about detainers that are lodged on individuals within the confines of a jail these are individuals that are already serving this is not a maybe they're criminals these are individuals that have been convicted or pled out to criminal uh uh charges and now they're being released into the community this is not really correct just to give an example I looked briefly into the statistics published by ICE enforcement removal operations for fiscal year 2020. And in that year, uh, ICE made approximately 140,000 arrests, uh, three quarters of which resulted from cooperation between ICE and the local law enforcement partners at local uh, jails and prisons. Uh, 75% of those arrests, of the 140,000 were criminal aliens, were individuals that that violated the law of the United States, that were deemed removable and they were rearrested and, 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 and put on, on removal proceedings. Um, think about that, 75% of the 140,000 arrests that year. Um, should I be thinking or should we understand now that Potentially, we're going to have 140,000 people releasing to our communities this year. That's the question that we have, and unfortunately, uh, is worrisome. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a reason to be concerned.
0: So, if these people do something, they get picked up again. They'll get. They'll end up staying again.
1: Well, we don't know. Let's see what happened with this memo. Uh, I, I understand that the memo, uh, at least in Texas, uh, federal court uh, had an injunction into it. Uh, however, um, you can check with uh, local law enforcement uh, entities that run a jail, um, and I'm more—I guarantee you that the majority of them are telling you that they're calling uh, ICE for detainers and they're being told that they're not coming to go ahead and release them into the community. I have friends and, and some of the uh, other law enforcement entities that have mentioned that, I have gotten calls asking what options they have. And unfortunately, the local law enforcement have no options because these individuals finished their their uh, incarceration and they have to let them go. The only way to be able to deal with these individuals and put them in removal proceedings is by ICE, and if ICE is not doing their job as as their duties and responsibilities, as one of their core uh, responsibilities, then there's not much that a local jurisdiction can do. This again, this is a federal immigration problem, where the federal entities involved in in, in taking care of this are not do, are not doing their job.
0: I mean, do you really think this is what Secretary Mayorkas and President Biden intended to do?
1: I don't. I truly doubt that uh, people involved in drafting these memos or drafting these executive orders uh, really understand the immigration uh, problem, and definitely don't understand how the immigration process works with state and locals. Uh, they may they may have an idea of what they wanted to accomplish. However, they have not looked at the second or third order effects. Of their decisions and memos like this one, uh, evidently none of them uh, thought about reaching out to a state of locals and asking, "What, what, what, what does it mean for your uh, jurisdiction if we do not respond to these detainers?" Uh, just like uh, the same thing that we see uh, currently in the border, uh, the border problem, the border crisis that we have right now is a policy issue. We have terrible policies, and they have enacted even worse policies. And here we are uh, with a humanitarian and a border crisis, uh, with overwhelmed uh, shelters, with non-for-profits uh, carrying the the, the the doing the heavy lifting for the federal government. How much and for how long they're going to be able to do this? Um, evidently, uh, Congress uh, have to act into an, uh, a real. And serious immigration uh, reform uh, and, and honestly I don't see it happening.
0: Thank you so much, Adi, for joining us. Our investigation is ongoing, and in our next segment we will share with you one type of charge that most would agree should not be released while they have an ICE detainer. Just within the last couple of weeks, Governor DeSantis of Florida and Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton have filed lawsuits against the Biden administration for allegedly putting Americans at risk with what they call reckless ICE guidelines. Thank you for joining us again. I'm Jamie Virgen. We will see you next time for a new segment of Immigration Reform Policy versus Humanity.